0: So closely that when people look at me or look at you, that they will see the face of the Father. And so, Lord, that's what we pray tonight in Jesus' name. Good evening, church. Good evening. evening. Tonight uh, I want to speak to you about the one who brings gifts, the gift giver the Holy Spirit of the living God. Amen. Amen. And I believe that the Lord wants us to speak of this tonight because we're living in such a desperate, dark time, and it could very potentially get darker quicker than we might think. Oh, yeah. And I believe that what the Lord has been putting on my heart is that he wants each and every one of us to be fully equipped equipped with every weapon of our warfare equipped with the kind of faith that will stand in the face of the enemy and say no and if the enemy keeps bearing in we will still be able to stand and say no I believe that the Holy Spirit of God has called this church to a great mission. And that mission is to step out, not just in this community, but everywhere that our message is heard. And that is to say that Jesus Christ, yes, he lives today. He is Lord of all. The Father is the Holy One. And there is no other God but him. There is one God father son and Holy Spirit and I believe that he wants us to understand that the Holy Spirit of God is here to draw us closer to him not to take his place for he is he is God also and we get confused about that so tonight I'm going to talk to you about spiritual gifting from the Holy Spirit and I don't intend to soft pedal it or sugarcoat it for anyone's sake For anyone who might not believe that God still gives gives gifts to his people today. God does still give gifts to his people today. I'm not going to back it on down for those who want to pick and choose which gifts that our heavenly Father chooses to bestow upon us today. Those who want to pick and choose this gift but not that one. This gift but not that one. No. I am here today on this podium to tell you that God still gives them all. I'm not going to question it and I would prefer that you not question it either but if you want to that's your choice he is a God who gives and he's a God who continues to give and I'm going to say plain out God still gives them all every one of them he gives them guess what for his good purpose He gives the gifts for his good purpose. He gives them as a witness to his glory. He gives them to grow this body of believers. He gives them to us for our growth. He gives them for us individually to edify us and to build us up. He gives them to every one of us. And the Holy Spirit of God is the one who delivers them, who activates them, and who empowers their use. Are there counterfeits out there? We've heard that said, and we know that it's true. There are counterfeit gifts out there. Some even claimed that Jesus acted by counterfeit gifts. But I want everyone to remember one thing, and this is so important, that to have a counterfeit, you must have the real and the Holy Spirit of God only gives the, the real one. I personally will not cast off the real, because there's a counterfeit. Amen. And I would say to each one of you, I encourage you don't cast off the real because of people don't cast off the real because there are counterfeits don't do it I would believe that all of you so many of you here already know about the gifting and have received gifts from the Holy Spirit and I'm speaking to you too though because so have I but I know that God always has more for us He's he's a limitless God right. and he will deliver to us everything we need he will deliver it abundantly and he will grow it more and more and more from glory to glory to glory to equip you to grow you into an ever increasing likeness of him until the day he returns Come on, Amen. until the day he returns and every service we have here you're here you know that we are blessed because the holy spirit shows up because the holy spirit of god moves in the service because he moves and he touches us and he's palpable he's real we feel his presence we experience the reality of who he is no one can take that from you once you've tasted and seen that the lord is good and the spirit of god is willing to interact with you no one Will ever make you believe differently. No one can ever snatch him from your heart or from Amen. your hands. No one, not even the devil himself. Right. And we are blessed. So we are thankful for that. And I'm glad that we're thankful for that. And I never want us to fall under a situation where we where we become to begin to take what the Lord is doing here for granted. You know, he's doing that for a purpose, and we have to understand that he has expectations of us, too. He's calling us forth. He's drawing us out. He wants us to move out in him. If not us, then who? So we're grateful that he's drawing all of mankind to him. He convicts man of his sin. We know that. The Holy Spirit of God convicts man of their need for Christ. And if you are a believer you know that the Holy Spirit who, who uh, was present and active at your conversion, it was the Holy Spirit of God who not only drew you to God, but he was there. It was the Holy Spirit of God who was the agent in your conversion. He is the same Spirit, the Holy Spirit, who raised Jesus from the dead. Amen. He baptized you into Jesus Christ that's what he did when you experienced your new birth he brought you into a new life and united you with the family of God that's us we're a family we're the family of God and he united you into the body of Christ that we have here at Potter's house we need to be grateful that we have that fellowship with one another he sealed you with the sign of the covenant of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. It was the Holy Spirit who did that. Ephesians 430 says, and do not grieve, you know this scripture, <laughs> do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God mm-hmm. whom has you, by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. 2 Corinthians 1.22 tells us that God has given us his spirit in our hearts as a pledge it's a pledge from god we are participants in the new covenant in christ's blood that was poured out on calvary cleansing us and giving us those new hearts the new hearts that we like to talk about or i would ask you now if you're going to follow along in your bible because i'm only going to put this overhead up I think it's a good one to to take a peek at from time to time so we're going to be camping out in the New Testament mostly in the book of John so if you want to turn to John 20 verses 21 through 23 that's where we're going to start and that's where we're going to hang out mostly in John after his resurrection Jesus appeared amongst the disciples in the upper room you remember that story John twenty twenty one through 23, Jesus said to them again, peace be to you, as the Father has sent me, I also send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. Jesus gave them a mission and later we would receive that same mission. Every one of us to preach and to teach repentance, to testify to the good news that Jesus Christ is, as was said earlier here tonight, the way, the truth and the life, that's the testimony that we have about our Lord. He is the long awaited Messiah. He is our current hope and our future reward he is the open door of salvation for all who will believe just as the father sent him in that way Jesus is sending them and they received the Holy Spirit when Jesus breathed on them right Mm -hmm. but that was not the Holy Spirit baptism the power from on high that came at Pentecost had not yet occurred, even though Jesus breathed on them. They had to anticipate it, they had to wait for it, and Jesus told them to do that. Throughout his ministry, Jesus made it clear that all he said, all he did, all of his work was in unity with the Father and the Holy Spirit What's happened, like I mentioned at the very beginning, is some seem to feel some lack of loyalty towards Jesus if we talk about the Holy Spirit, or some lack, if we spend too much time on the Holy Spirit, or even Jesus himself, some lack of respect for the Father. We need to remember God is one. He made it clear himself, I am one. So much so that we can say that the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are active in every action of God. If you look at it, you will see, the print of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit in every action of God. So if we spend time resisting the Father, or resisting the Son, or resisting the Holy Spirit, we are resisting God. And we don't want to do that. The three are one because God is one. In John 16, 12 through 15, It's John 16, 12 through 15. Jesus said, I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. However, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak of his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak and he will tell you of things to come. He will glorify me, Jesus said, for he will take of what is mine and he will declare it to you. All things that the Father has are mine, Jesus said. Therefore, I said, this is Jesus speaking, that he, the Holy Spirit, will take of mine and declare it to you thank you so back up now and go to john 16 7. john 16 7. john said in john jesus said in john 16 7 nevertheless i tell you the truth it is to your advantage that i go away for if i do not go away the helper the holy spirit will not come to you but if i depart I will send him to you. Our Lord Jesus promised us the indwelling Holy Spirit who will not just come upon you, but who will also bubble up, bubble up from within you a torrent, if you are willing, a torrent of life-giving water flowing from you out to others. The Lord wants to make you a font of life giving presence wherever you go, wherever you go, not just inside these doors, wherever you go, a font of life-giving presence in this world. John 7, 37 through 39. John 7, 37 through 39. On the last and greatest day of the festival, Jesus stood And he said in a loud voice let anyone who is thirsty come and drink whoever believes in me as the scriptures has said rivers of living water will flow from within him then and by this he meant the spirit whom those who believed in him would were later to receive up to that time (coughs) The Spirit had not been given since Jesus had not yet been glorified. Ah, but what's different about today? What's different from then about today is we we sit here in this room. Praise be to the Father that Jesus is glorified. He is glorified. And that the Holy Spirit quickens your spirit and my spirit. He guides and he teaches and he sets a warning in every one of our consciences. When we start to move in the wrong direction, what does the Holy Spirit of God do? He draws us back. He sets a warning in our conscience and he says, "Uh uh-uh, not that way, move this way. He gives you access to the very throne room of heaven, to the throne room of God. And he gives you the ability to have a personal relationship with the Father. That's where we begin. But that's just the beginning. That's just the beginning that he hands out to us. There is more. There is much, much more. John, we're going to go all the way back to the beginning of John. John 1, 32 through 34. Let's see what... John the Baptist had to say, John 1, 32 through 34. Then John the Baptist gave this testimony. I saw the Spirit come down from heaven as a dove and remain on him. And I myself did not know who he was, but the one who sent me to baptize with water told me, the man on whom you see the Spirit come and remain is the one who will baptize with the Holy Spirit. I have seen and I testify that this is God's chosen one. In Luke 316, this is what we're going to hop out of John very briefly. In Luke 316, John answered them all. This is John the Baptist i baptize you with water but he who is more powerful than i will come the straps of whose sandals i am not even worthy to untie he will baptize you with the holy spirit and fire this same scripture is repeated about jesus baptizing in all four of the gospels matthew mark luke and john matthew 3 11 Mark 1 8 which I'm not going to read all four Gospels say that Jesus will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and in this one with the Holy Spirit and fire the Holy Spirit is the gift giver the first Pentecost following Jesus Christ's ascension into heaven Our Lord Jesus Christ baptized his followers as he had promised. He baptized them on that evening of Pentecost with the Holy Spirit and fire. Remember tongues of fire that came down. Tongues of fire settled on each one of them. And guess what happened? You know, their lives were changed forever. They would never, ever, ever, ever again be the same, not ever. Their commitment at that moment became unwavering. Their love became evident even to the unsaved. The testimony pierced hearts that came forth from them. They were living vessels through whom the Lord would continue and continue and continue to work miracles. People marveled, and when they marveled, they gave glory to God, which is always our end goal, that God received the glory Glory. in all things from his hand and the gifts are from his very hand. And those first disciples, those first believers, They are our examples. They are our examples. The ones that we we should be following. That we too have been told that we are living vessels. Clay in the potter's hand, we're called potter's house. Clay in the potter's hand, living vessels. Acts 2, 2.38, we're gonna go to Acts. Acts 2.38. Peter replied, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. And you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, the promises for you and for your children and for all who are afar off. And what else? For all whom the Lord our God will call. For all whom the Lord our God will call. That's us. That's all of us. All who the Lord our God will call. That includes every one of us here. Jesus gave us the gift of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is, guess what, that wonderful gift that keeps on giving. He keeps on giving and he keeps on giving. The Holy Spirit distributes gifts amongst believers. We know that. But we, as believers, we need to be willing to receive them. The church needs willing believers. Not all believers are willing. We need a church to be willing to receive whatever gifts the Holy Spirit wants to give us collectively and individually. And the reason we need to be willing is because the gifts are for our strengthening. They're for your strengthening personally, and they're for the strengthening of the entire, the whole. Body of Christ, the church, this church here where we stand. You know, it's promised that we will be able to have every gift. We don't have to be a big church with lots of people. You can be a small church and still have every gift active because Paul talked about it. You don't want to be missing a finger, you don't want to be missing an arm. We can have every gift active in this church. And when we have every gift active in this church, The gifts then are a witness. They're a witness to us as believers too, you know that. When you see the Holy Spirit of God move and something marvelous happens, it's a witness to your faith. It it strengthens you It builds you up. But non-believers are also very much affected when they see this. Demonstrating the active power of God, He will come and He will do that in you and through you. The gifts when properly exercised will glorify the Lord Jesus Christ. They will testify of him and show forth his sacrifice and his great love for all of us and for all of the lost. That's what those gifts are meant to do. They reveal God's goodness towards his own, his power to transform and change us to grow us from glory to glory until the very day when we receive our full transformation, our fully glorified bodies, until the day that the new heaven and the new earth are created, until the temple of Jerusalem comes down, the new Jerusalem out of heaven. Until that day, the Lord will continue gifting his people. So, let's get down to it. The Holy Spirit is no less empowering and no less enabling and no less able to be grieved now, as he was at the first Pentecost after Jesus' ascension. The Holy Spirit is active amongst us here at Potter's House. He is, but he's only just begun. Guiding, teaching, He's also releasing powerful gifts through yielded believers, but it's just a beginning, and we need to call upon him for more. So let's each of us uh, call upon him. You know, my heart tells me that as he's doing all these things, we need to be yielded, and that's where we're missing it. We need to really check ourselves. Are we yielding to what God wants? Or are we still saying, well, you know, come this far, God, but not not much further. Not much further, that's a little too close, God. That's a little too much. We need to be willing to yield to him, to fully yield to him. We all are working on our relationship. We're growing our relationship with him, and it's a beautiful thing. The closer we get to him, the more we should desire to also yield to him. So let's be yielded believers, believers who so trust the word and so deeply desire to grow closer to him that we ask for him, more of you, Lord, and less of me. More of you. Bring bring others into our family here, God. We want more of you and less of us. We want to show forth who you are and not so much ourselves. Let's each of us say, My heart's desire is to know you more, ever more, ever more. Let that be our heart's desire to know him more. I want to serve you more, Lord. <laughs> is that what your heart is crying out? I want to serve you, Lord, more. Amen. Let that be our heart and bring others in. So if this is your heart and your desire to to have more of him, to grow closer to him, then desire spiritual gifts. Amen. Thank you, Lord. The times are evil. We need to stand strong. We need to show that we are different. We need to show the power of God in this place because there's a world dying out there, and there are Christians dying for lack of understanding of who our wonderful, awesome Holy Spirit is in our lives here today, the active work he's doing inside of us. First Corinthians 14.1, I'm gonna mention First Corinthians 14.1 in three different versions, I'm just gonna read it. NIV, follow the way of love and eagerly desire gifts of the Spirit especially prophecy. New King James Version 14.1. Pursue love and desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. In RSV, pursue love and strive for spiritual gifts, and especially that you may prophesy. All pursuits, all pursuing, We know, and we can never lose sight of this, must be done in love. We're to walk in love, we're to love our our God above all else, and we're to love one another. Love must be number one always in everything we say and everything we do. But desire, eagerly desire, it says, strive for spiritual gifts. Are we doing that? Eagerly desire, desire, strive for spiritual gifts. Even when you've already received gifts from the Holy Spirit, cultivate them. Cultivate as many of them as he is willing to give you. Nourish them with the word of God and with prayer. Ask God to grow you in your gifting. Your gift can grow, it can blossom, it can reach out, it can touch far and wide. Ask him to grow your gifting. Step out in faith. Don't receive a gift from God and, and, and shrink back and just keep it to yourself. The gifts are there to edify this body of believers we have here and also to reach the world out there. So let's ask him continually and let's pursue of him in every area and let's do it together as a body of Christ. How about that? We're not in this alone. We are so blessed to have fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. And we can come together and we can encourage one another and we can help one another and we can be there for one another in this growth process that the Holy Spirit is more than willing to, to do in our, on our behalf. He's given us his spirit. There is a need now for all the gifts of the. Holy Spirit and that is only going to increase because this world is becoming a darker place and the enemy is beginning already to manifest counterfeit gifts out there if you don't know it he is and that's all he knows how to do is to give us counterfeits but we we here we have the Holy Spirit of the living God and he testifies The Holy Spirit testifies to the anointing from Jesus Christ our Lord. We have the love of Christ here at Potter's House, Coral Springs. Be grateful for that. We have that love and the Holy Spirit desires that we testify of his goodness and that we, because we are his crowning jewel, will honestly and truthfully be his witnesses and do whatever he asks of us I believe the Holy Spirit is asking us to step up so let's pray for more of him, more of his glory in this place where we are so fortunate to still be able to gather together more of his glory in this place are rivers of living water pouring out from you Are rivers of living water just gushing forth from you? Cry out for more. I don't want a trickle. I don't want a trickle. I want more of you, Lord. All of you, Lord. Everything that you might be willing to give me, Lord, I want it. I don't care what people think. I don't care as long as I know that you are well pleased. I want all of you as much as you're willing to give and i want others here to be hungry for you i want everyone here to be hungry for more and more and more of the lord our lord is coming amen our lord is coming and we know this so let's spend the life that he's giving us living in such a way that it shows that that it shows he's our Lord and we know he's coming. He's our king and he's our king now and forevermore he will be our king. Let's serve him as king. Let's serve him as our Lord. We can join together united in a fight for growth of his kingdom right here and now before the Lord comes down because he's coming. So let's bring in the unsaved. Let's heal the sick. Let's cast out demons. Let's preach the word and let's speak life into one another and life into those who are lost. Let's make the broken whole. Let's make disciples. Let's love others into the kingdom of God by the power of the Holy Spirit that he has placed in each and every one of us. Let's be yielded vessels in the potter's hands, especially here if we're going to call ourselves potter's house. A people who out of their bodies will flow rivers of living water. So unite with me, if you will. Let's pray for more of the Father's heart. Let's pray right now, right now as we're closing, for growth, for new gifts in our lives, for expansion in giftings. And the giftings that he has already given us and that we've received. And let's pray that he will find us faithful when he comes. That he will find us faithful when he comes. So come forward if you would like. Come forward now if you're willing. And let's gather together. I would like to see us. I don't want us to have to do this all the time, but I like for us, I'd like to see us like a family. We Those who are here tonight, let's gather as a family. Those who are listening, or will listen later, be a part of this at the end. A part of the family of the living God. A part of the family here at Potter's House Coral Springs. We are family. We love each other. We need to lift one another up. Amen. And we say, Lord God, give us more of you that we might bring glory to your name, Lord God, and be a beacon of light. Lord God, I pray over each one of them here that they might be a beacon of light, that I might be a beacon of light, that we might draw the lost to you, our King. We pray, Lord, that you would remove all vain imaginations, all arguments that divide. Unite us as only you can, as only you can. Unite us in your love. Rain down your gifts, Holy Spirit. Your presence is here right now. Your presence is here right now. I feel and sense your presence all around. Rain down.